the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Time for our segment, uh, DePietro Debate. One of my siblings happens to be a columnist, writer for the uh, Sun Chronicle. She's Donna Perry. And DJ, I'd like to start off with this situation with them um, as we're still waiting on the Biden VP pick. It's interesting. Last week when we spoke... Um, I was starting to get the feeling that they started to think, what are we in such a rush for? Um, he had initially said August 1st, and now here it is. It's, you know, we're into first week, full first full week of August. I, I'm not convinced we're going to get a pick this week. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on where you think this is going with the Biden VP picks, because it, it does seem to be fluid. Yes, it does. And good to be with you again, J.D. And, you know, you were right. Um when you said at the when they look at the landscape, well, what's the rush? I and I do think they, uh, as we're seeing now, though there is a lot of behind the scenes jockeying going on. Um, I think it's it's clear that there are people close to him who clearly favor one person over another, and that you know those a little bit of uh, backstabbing is going on. So, you know, it could be now. First it was August one, like you say. Then it's sort of this vague, like in within the first week of August, that shows me that they are not only not ready, maybe he hasn't settled on it. I think they're sensing their own base is going to have a lot of a reaction and they haven't had to deal with that up to now. So then their virtual convention, JD, can bring you up to this August 17th date. So I would say we may not know anything over the next seven days. Um, because why? Like, I, I wonder that they are now, from a PR standpoint, thinking, well, you know, at least if we not bury it, but mix it in with whatever their virtual uh, convention speeches, which gets all different types of coverage, you know, and they kind of want to roll it all into that period. Well, that puts you into mid-August. So I think you're right. Um, I think regardless of, you know, we're seeing a lot of press about Karen Bass, um, who is like Kamala Harris is a California um, congresswoman. Um, and then I think you're seeing uh, a lot of whispering against Harris, um, which could be coming from the Bass camp. So whether they're trying to sort out between the two of them. Um, and then I also believe who, who ultimately gets picked, though, um, I'm beginning to think, as, as a lot of pundits have talked about, do they want the safe pick? Somehow they view the safe pick, I think, as Susan Rice. Now, Susan Rice 
is someone who really has like a foreign policy resume, perhaps they view that she would almost be the person who can jump on all the planes as presidents usually do. And maybe they, you know, I think there's a lot of consideration here about his true condition and his age. Uh, And even though, you know, people try to push back against that. I mean, I think that's part of it, J.D. We know, you know, from Trump, a president is supposed to get on a plane and fly all over the world a lot. Maybe that's that they view someone like a rice is, is that kind of person. But I would just guess that their base, when someone has no domestic background, they don't know where she would stand on, you know, their view of defund the police and right. Black Lives Matter. I, I think all of these things are more, much more problematic for them than what, you know, their media friends are trying to convey. And she's never run for office, right. uh, Susan Rice. She does carry the baggage of Benghazi. I think it is interesting that we're, we're hearing and behind the scenes this real pressure of different people trying to push for for different people. I would think that maybe, you know, with Rice, that she did get to know uh, Biden, apparently, from their years in the Obama administration. Um, Camilla Harris, from what we're hearing, they, there's a level of they're not fully trusting of her. And I've heard that they don't want to they feel that that would almost be like anointing her for 2024. Bass suddenly had that bizarre thing over the weekend of where she was backing science, um, Scientologists, yes. like Tom Cruise, and then also some of Cuba. her comments about Cuba. And, and one thing I can tell you is I, I think... Donna Perry, the Trump people are definitely waiting to pounce whoever the choice is, if anything, just to change the dynamic in the race because their attacks on Biden are not working. Well, exactly. That's right. They 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 need a new foe. I mean, Trump is his strongest with a foe <laughs> um, and, and they need a new target. You're right. And 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 I do think they have, you know, a lot of um, a right to say. And this is what I think the larger Democratic Party is afraid of, the, the operatives, J.D. It, Trump's team will portray whoever he picks as this yep. person could easily be the president. Correct. Because they're going to ride on this thing that Biden is perhaps has shaky health. Yep. Um, we don't really know what is the true nature of his health, by the way. You know, like we don't. Um, and that this person could easily be the president. So I think that's why they're a little bit um, not a little bit. I think there's a lot of, you know, disagreement among the Democrats themselves. And Trump has every right to pump, to pounce at that point, because it's not just a simple, oh, the VP will stand on the side. So um, and I think Bass comes with, like you say, a lot of her own problematic stands. Um, let's face it. If, if you are viewed uh, and Marco Rubio is already sharpening up, you know, to kind of maybe be a lead attack dog, if you are viewed in Southern Florida is having been very sympathetic to Castro. Yes. You know, you've, you've possibly lost the state. That's right. He's got Ron DeSantis as the yep. Republican governor. And then if you've got Southern Florida and the Cubans in Florida are very powerful, very organized, they're very, yes. really sharp uh, political organizations. So I think that that probably has them thinking. And again, I don't know, if Rice, does she relate or excite their younger base, you know, part of these people who are, you know, chasing around in the streets? I, I don't know. Um, or is that just a, a safe pick? I yeah. think it's also interesting how, for instance, Senator Jack Reed came out and he's pushing for, he thinks that Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth would be the best choice. There's interesting things about that. Reed, to me, is someone that has covered him for 28 years. He never comes out with an early endorsement. True. So what I found interesting was normally either he doesn't give an endorsement or he gives it like the week before the election. And I just mean on a local level. But it also makes you wonder about, you know, here you do have Governor Mundo somewhat in the wings, still being mentioned sometimes. Yeah. It was highly unusual, and I'm still trying to get to the bottom of it, that, that he would go out of his way to then say, oh, I think this person would be your best choice. Because you caught Governor Mundo yesterday. Listen, those are Biden auditions where they're getting them airtime on MSNBC. Absolutely. They're focus grouping them and then seeing how does this person come out to the voters? That's what that's all about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there she is again, 
and um, you, you're right. And, and she's on MSNBC quite frequently. And, um, you know, that now they the anchor was, you know, kind of thinking it's so funny with her knock it off. And they were joking over that phrase. Um, so she remains in the mix. I think even it was Jim Clyburn in a bigger interview when they said, you know, everyone who's been talked about or I think it was he who said there's there's one um, possibility. I don't know that well. And I wonder if he was referring to Gina. Um, yeah. That was in a, you know, whatever, a recent interview. Here's where I think about like what you say about Reed and Tammy Duckworth. Um, someone at Reed's level knows something um, for him to sort of allow that to come out. Um, but I would just be very surprised if they are, I mean, I just think they have a whole lot of their operatives are in the media, New York Times and on TV. They're almost demanding it has to be a black woman, not in all due respect to the record of Tammy Duckworth. I don't I, I would just be very surprised if it yeah. is not that. And I just think um, I it, but again, it's going to be who is the comfort level, I would say, of Jill and Joe Biden. Yes. I think, you know, that's a they're they're a one in the same. Well, there was a story of where Chris Dodd met with Camilla Harris and he is, as you know, very tight with Joe Biden. And he's one of the four that supposedly is really driving the train on this thing. And, and um, Chris Dodd was was put off by. The fact that when he asked Camilla Harris about last summer when she went after Biden and almost basically accused him of being a racist. Right. And she had no remorse, made no bones about it, said, smiled and said, hey, that's politics. It rubbed Chris Dodd the wrong way. But I think the Reed thing is interesting because in the past, there were times that his name was tossed around for being the VP. Back in uh, in 08 with, with mm. Obama, that name was tossed out. And I, I just listen, everybody has an ego. You have to be at that level. I also just wonder if it's like, well, listen, I'm not going to stand back and let her be the first vice president from Rhode Island. So, I mean, we don't know. But Donna Perry, finally on this, <laughs> right. um, I think you're exactly right on the Rubio thing, the Trump people scrutinizing this, whoever this is. Uh, they, they, they can't even be prepared for the level of scrutiny that is going to come down on that person. And I, you know, Sarah Palin was an example of someone that thought they were ready for prime time, the spotlight. And then, you know, her head was spinning with how much the media turned her upside down. I, I think whoever the choice is better be prepared for just an onslaught of the likes of which we've never seen. Absolutely. And, and the reason Harris uh, and her people are out there. And again, I think there's a lot of, you know, knife tossing around going on right now. Remember, both of them are from California, her and Bass, yes. yep. and they're fighting for this. And the reason I think they see someone like her as problematic, I felt she's a very undisciplined uh, speaker. Yeah, she yes. had one big moment, but you, we know her campaign was very poorly run. Um, and I just think she's, you're right. Like, I think they see her as just a risky person who perhaps under Trump attacks when he knows how to do that, she would take the bait. She may make a wild counter statement that goes viral. I I mean, I think they view that as very dangerous turf, someone like her, Uh, not to mention when the media continues to play the tape of her and Biden jostling Let's yeah. face it, it, it would allow media to say, let's take, well, they may not do it, but a lot of the conservative media will say, let's open the book on his record sure. and his statements about busing, yeah. which was a very contentious issue. So I don't know. I think they're kind of in a box and you're right that they're going to kind of string it out, but you can't string it out forever. And I think the narrative is going to take hold is who he picks. That's the, your future president. And I think that's going to be Trump's card to play. Um, And if I may, J.D., just one other thing on all this, if you notice the narrative also taking hold, certainly from The New York Times, is that, oh, they don't even need to debate Biden and Trump. And we're going to get into that. Great. It's all ahead right here on the DePietro debate on the John DePietro show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. 
Now, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it, but my vehicle was actually damaged uh, by some of the protesters when I was covering one of the protests. I didn't make a huge deal about it. I wouldn't want to be the focal point, but it's true. Some of the uh, protesters, they did. They damaged my vehicle. They broke the window on the side of my car. So what did I do? I brought it to West Fountain Auto Body, and you can call them today, 272-3340. I had to get it fixed. It was obviously damaged. They also damaged part of the door. And so I took it to West Fountain. I called Kenny at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny and Patricia, West Fountain folks. They did a fantastic job with me. I mean, that's there was only one place I was going to bring it. I needed to get my car fixed. Now, listen, if you're ever in an automobile accident, something happens to your vehicle and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340, 272-3340, the original, the best, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. If you're in an accident, something happens to your car, bring it to West Fountain. 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, Maybe you have workers who won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. With me is Donna Perry. She is a columnist for the Sun Chronicle. Folks, um, let's uh, finish up on this. And uh, right before the break, you started to mention, and that is something that's coming out about the debates. Let's let's face it, as much as they knock, you know, Biden in the basement, I mean, the, the pandemic, a, a, a politician who is in frail health, no convention helps him, no anything helps him i mean if they could just keep him in the basement right. and then till election day why change that that's what's working the trump people are eager for something new to come out he's not giving it to them uh and i think you're right the next thing that's going to come up is you know do we really need to have the traditional three debates right and and i think that especially because of as you say now you're the, the public does not have the benefit, really, of a lot of public speaking rallies. I mean, that, and that's zero. You're really not having the benefit of the large stage conventions. So, 
you know, again, you don't have to have a crowd of any kind. I think it's wrong in the committee for presidential debates, which has long been portrayed as a completely bipartisan, um, you know, organization. Uh, they're kind of like saying they're like a common cause, you know, that kind of a profile. I just think that it's wrong if there are people trying to create this idea that the whole that can be skipped. I think after all we've been through, the American public, um, the American people, which Nancy Pelosi, you know, always uh, likes to throw out like she's the big champion of that. The American people deserve to see these two men have a real time live, you know, back and forth conversation, John. Yep. I, re- I really do. I think if I this, agree. This would be the I'm, final disservice. I'm starting to get the I, I'm not convinced it's going to happen. I'm just not. I think they're going to use the pandemic. Um, they, they're not fully confident on Biden. And I'm going to go back to even when Congressman David Cicilline said, you know, at this point, we shouldn't even be having an election. He should just leave and Biden's the president. They, <laughs> right. I, they have this attitude of there's nothing to talk about. His time is up. Remove, like no discussion, non-negotiable demand, no need for debate. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at the very least it's trimmed to maybe two debates at the most. Yeah, that's true. Or, or even one, you know, and, yeah. and who knows if they want to just stage it and say, well, it'll go the way it goes. And then they all rush into a different reporting style the next day. Um, but I think that's a big narrative that is gaining steam. And I think it's yes. wrong for the public. And the it other is. thing you know, they're, they're really trying to, um, I think the media is also trying to bait Trump in this growing narrative um, that, you know, whether he's saying there's going to be mischief in the election. And then there, I, I just think it's just really dangerous turf for the media to be, have people, and not just the media, I mean, Jim Clyburn, these big uh, high-ranking Democrats are almost trying to imply, like Trump, uh, would almost have to be forcibly removed from the White House. Um, I think that's just really irresponsible rhetoric for anyone at a high level in that party. But that is where we are, because that is actually starting to get, you know, pushed out there, J.D. I want to, um, we, we may come back to that, but I want to switch to the schools. The CDC has said children learn best in school. Children should go back to school But there is we are witnessing a full court press being led by and I sent you the article, Randy Weingarten threatening strikes now in certain states. Uh, Make no mistake about it. This is being led fear mongering by the teachers unions. It is just atrocious for them to suggest that they that it's just going to be better for everyone if you just do distance learning. Well, right. And, you know, the fact that she's also, like you say, she's threatening strikes, which are technically illegal, is certainly in states, um, in many states, they, they are illegal up here. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I, you, you're right. I think they drew their line in the sand several weeks ago. They have just decided that they're going to do everything they can, that those teachers are not returning to the schools. I mean, she has dug in on that. Um, and you know, it's funny, JD, they, the CDC, they're going to pay attention when they want to, and then they don't pay attention when they don't want to. And when the CDC came out with the prescription and saying there is far more harm being done, you're going to leave children out of routines at very sensitive developmental ages, out of structure. I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're abandoning public education is what, you know, and, and that's, and she's the loudest voice of what they have. And now we're seeing that the um, her lieutenants in other states like Massachusetts, the American, you know, the AFT uh, chapter in Mass has now come out and saying, you know, we really can't begin with in-person learning. And so she's just trying to push this down, uh, even though I and I think the CDC, if they would go a step further, I think this issue of the positivity rate in these individual states, th- there should be pushback to a Randy Weingarten. For instance, yeah. if you're in Massachusetts, um, and, and there should be a threshold. The positivity rate, I think, is just, all right, it might have hit 2%, J.D. Well, if, if you're 5% or below, which at one point Weingarten was talking about, the schools should be allowed to reopen. That's that, right. That's where Mass is. 
That's really where Rhode Island is. That's where yep. the Northeast is. You can't treat it like one federal um, edict. And I think it's funny, as the months have gone on, Trump's instinct was right. Imagine if they had federalized all this. See, that's oh the thing. Right. So that's the thing. So, you know, this is where they're at. I mean, it's just the virus and they give a lot of disproportionate perspective to where the virus really is and where it's not. Um, the Wall Street Journal had a headline yesterday, J.D., that actually showed it was the lowest daily cases. I know they're high this summer, but it said it was the lowest daily caseload in a month. Now, you'll only see that in the Wall Street Journal's headline. New York Times is not going to run it that way. No. This, is all, this is all about how they, you can play with these numbers, and that's what's been going on all yep. summer. CNN with their daily hysterical headlines. And I think it's just, and, and even California, they have finally reached the lowest one-day tally since June. Now, where wow. did you see anyone on TV talking about that? No. You know, so... You know, this you know, is the, where, the, yeah. You've touched on, um, and the CDC, they even said some of the, the fallout from not having these children in school, high school, high school students now, some of them, um, highest rates of suicide, highest rates of drug abuse, highest yeah. rates of depression. You have the people that are saying you must wear a mask, you must follow the science. And then the CDC is saying the science says they should be back in school and then they flip back. I like that this pushback and they're actually calling some of the teachers union that they're science deniers, because if you really want to follow the science about the mask wearing and the distancing and the hand washing, then the CDC is saying those children should be back in school. Now, mass has already come out. Massachusetts is delayed now until mid-September. Yes. And I would argue this is the, the, the sooner you go back with this weather the better it actually would be instead of delaying it into the winter months. Well, that that's the thing. So mass, uh, our district put out for their saying, they're going to do a hybrid plan, like two days in three days home, which is okay. After six months. Uh, all right. Mm. And they're, they're talking about a September 16 return. That's sort of the playbook for most of the mass districts right now. Now the city of Boston, which is loaded with its own, political turmoil always um that's where you know mayor walsh is really having the bigger fight i will give him this he took a stand and he stood there several days ago and he kind of was you know um projecting to the teachers union and he said well here's the thing sooner or later you have to open these schools and he said that's i don't right. care if it's september 15 or october 15 he said you got to open the schools yeah so Especially, it, it, it's amazing to me, and a lot of the national media just gives a complete pass of what we all know, J.D. The, yeah. the kids were the most vulnerable. You know yeah. what? If you're in a leafy suburb, you know, every, okay, and you have a McMansion, and, you know, you have your parents are around, and you've got high-tech trained parents. That's not kids in the least in the most vulnerable districts like you no. have in a Providence yeah. and a Central Falls. And it's just it's shameful that they just uh, want to go to the mat on this. It's like the kids can just rot at yeah. home. And we know, sadly, that uh, there's no learning going on. Someone is scrambling around. They're going to get the, like the lunch in some takeout situation in a parking lot. That's what was uh, going on last spring, J.D. That's right. It was certainly yeah. going on all over Boston, and I'm sure it was going on in parts of Providence. Yeah, and it's, you don't have that teacher saying to the student, you know, right. everything okay? Do you want to talk after right. class? The guidance counselor. Um, there are many children that people, it doesn't always make the headline, but they look forward to leaving their house and going out for the day and the hours to be at school yeah, and absolutely. see people and be fed, and someone is talking to them in a nice manner and I mean, the amount of never mind, you know, we're watching people that are just melting down because of the shutdown of the mass and people are snapping at each other. Those yeah. people are going home and they're going home to families or grandchildren and all sorts of different things. And it is it is really just a disgrace. The effort, you know, this one page on Facebook and they and it's all run by teachers, by the way. And they're saying, let's come up with 100 reasons why yeah, we should that. not go back to school instead of why could that be 100 reasons why you should be going back to school? You know, it's all how you want to 
phrase it. They, Coming yeah. up, we are going to hold that thought. We're going to talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi and Dr. Burks, and also Governor Mundo, her criticism of, uh, of President Trump, and then that city council person, Kat Kerwin, all ahead with Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer appear. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks, over 40 years' experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401-434-8900. Leo has over 40 years experience. It's V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. They will buy gold, silver, other precious metals, old, broken, new, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets, or pieces. Listen, why not right now? Sell it and get that cash that you need. Call Leo at Vero Industries, 401 404-8900. 434-8900. Impeccable reputation. Folks, they know the industry better than anyone, and they'll give you what it's worth. Your gold, silver, also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo, 401 434 8900 weekend evening appointments are available two locations or at your location their location two locations east providence and warwick call them vero industries 401-434-8900 listen get cash for that gold silver other precious metals you have call leo 401-434-8900 one more time 434 8900 we're speaking with donna perry who is a columnist for the sun chronicle folks right here on the john DePietro show um dj i want to touch on um uh, nancy pelosi i i think it was very unfair the way that she went after uh dr burks to me it was like a targeted political hit that was designed to really her and Dr. Fauci have worked so hard. They don't want to be part of this political firestorm. And, uh, and, and uh, Nancy Pelosi going after her, I, I just thought that was really, really below the belt. You know, we're, we're saying there, there is nothing. There is no low bottom for Pelosi. No. You know, that, that's what's been on display these months. Um, and the fact that just because J.D. See, the, the media in some ways has almost turned on her because she's viewed as what? First of all, she's respectful and collaborative with Pence, who is the head of really the White House side of things with the task force. Um, And just because she's trying to be a professional and, you know, she's giving her authentic, honest 
guidance to the country. She's close to Pence. So de facto, she's also respectful president of the United States as someone in her role should be. So just because she's viewed as, you know, uh, aligned with Pence and is, you know, work trying to work with Trump as opposed to oppose him at every turn and not just doing the media roadshow that sometimes Fauci looks like he's doing, um, when shouldn't he be spending more time on <laughs> managing the virus? Um, so just because of that, you know, that they feel like now, I guess, she's fair game. And I, I just think it's disgraceful. And Pelosi, who has just, you know, what the heck she's done all these months, and she just argues with the Republicans and takes cheap shots on live, you know, live TV shots every morning. Um, she's just decided that because Burks is not going to throw Trump under the bus, which some feel, you know, Fauci has a little bit, they, they're going to go after her. I just think that it, the fact that we have at that level that this is what's going on. We need her in that spot. We need yes. her in that job. Um, I know Trump has maybe, you know, had some, you know, taken a few shots here and there, but she has done what is an impossible job through this whole time. Um, I, I think the, the media, in a way, got it wrong. I sometimes think she's been the hero of this even more than yes. Fauci. And she described how she's she just flew around the country in a you know quick tour over the past week. And she, yes, she said the virus spread because people are on the move in the summer and there is a lot of the outdoor, you know, gathering. Yes. And we know yep. this, but, you know, for Pelosi to just decide that she is now fair game and she had this condescending remark, like she's, and she flipped her hand, like, oh, she's his whatever appointee, which by the way, JD, that's factually inaccurate. Right. She's not his, she's in her own standing. She has served for multiple presidents. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this is what you're going to get from Pelosi from now to November three. Um, and she'll almost, she's almost like desperate to say anything to make sure she's holding on to her own political base. So, um, I don't think any wanna, of this helps anyone. Obviously. I don't think it does either. I want to touch on Governor Amundo, who, um, you know, and again, I've also been uh, very complimentary the way she's handled certain things. But now you wonder if it is the base. You wonder if it's the, the Biden audition, whatever it is. But, you know, this business of the, the number one, the highest percentage of deaths have happened at nursing homes. And to stand up on the stage and say the problem is we're partying too much, which to me sounds like someone gave her that line and then did an interview with Tim White and said, you know, do you really need a lot of people at a party? Can't you just have a few people and chill? But then it comes in an interview where Tim White is talking to Governor Armando and the governor came out and said about President Trump, he's insane. To me, excuse me, you're yeah. the governor. He's the president of the United States. You're not going to like it. People are going to vote for him. You hold power over people's businesses. You're always threatening you're going to close people down. You won't let people see their dying family members in a nursing home. How about a little sensitivity instead of dismissing someone that millions of people will vote for as being insane? Right. And that that was a way wildly inappropriate remark ah. for her to make. It just it just was, um, you know, and and she doesn't need to go there. But again, you know, you just wonder what they got their finger on the calculus always, J.D. Yep. Yes. You know, um, it's almost like she's trying to have a bargaining chip over here with the teachers unions. So she's got to look like, you know, she's hateful of Trump. That's yeah. kind of what that says. And you're exactly right. You know, you're the governor of everybody of the state. Yes, supposed They've, to be. You're supposed to be. Everyone's long lost sight of that. Um, and, and people, and you and I have talked about this before, people have endured their management of this virus at great personal sacrifice. Yes. And we've gone through this and we have seen them look the other way at wild protests and whether it's in Providence or at the state house steps, people are shouting, chanting, I'm sorry, they're not all in mass. They're spreading it all over the place. We know this. And meantime, some you know, people who just live in Rhode Island never got to properly say goodbye to a dying parent. 
in their nursing home. Dr. Scott, they had very, the most severe restrictive uh, rules, certainly in the region, and, and all that stuff about the nursing homes. And then she, you know, they, they just are playing this right to the end. And I don't think she, if you're the standing governor, you know, Jack, I don't think Jack Reed would ever say, despite his whatever he feels, he wouldn't say, oh, oh Trump's insane. No. No, not so, at all. They may disagree on that. And the other thing that also in that, and I give him credit, Tim White had a little bit of pushback, but even for the this, and these are, you know, you and I can, and other people, you can spot when there's talking points coming from the party. For Governor Mundo to say, and sending federal agents uh, like a militia into these different states for no apparent reason, excuse me, anyone yeah. that has watched what's going on in Portland, first of all, it's one state. That's number one. Number two, Portland is the definition of anarchy. They do have a real problem with Antifa. That has been nonstop rioting, trying to burn down that um, the federal courthouse. Of there course, to, to right. Even utter those words and for no apparent reason is not even dealing in reality. Right. And that there was exactly that for no apparent reason. That's a pretty lame thing that defies what anyone could see was going on. Um, and and I will say, I do think. Uh, boy, it, it was a tough set of weeks, but I do think that Trump actually had a victory there in Portland. Yes, yes. You know, hook by crook, and it was an ugly situation, but that's a hard-won victory, but I think they have a right to say that. That that yeah. actually is a victory in Portland, because you know what? They kept their ground, and the thing has calmed down. So, Donna Perry, what do you think of there is talk, and there are some business people and I know they're well-intentioned, but there is actually talk that there should be a national two-week shutdown once again this fall, where everyone, once again, just businesses in the entire country shut down. I don't think people can withstand it. I don't think, I do not think that is the way to go. I, I've seen that. Um, I think the public has very little confidence in the public health yeah. bureaucracy at this point. I, I really do. I, I think you would create a bigger problem and you're going to yes. have sets of different type of protests to that. I'm sorry. It, you know, the American public, we're six months deep into this. Um, there's a lot of blame to go around. It just doesn't all fall at the uh, Oval Office either. So, no. you know, and, and again, when there is an encouraging signs for the fact that the New York times and the likes of them and CNN with their, you know, radical activist reporters, especially in the New York times, you know, they refuse to report when the numbers are even slightly improving. This is all about a, a, your perspective. So the, the, the attempt to do a national shutdown, I think you'd have civil war in the U S so you tried to do that at this point. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I mean, Anyone that would suggest that, I would just say, are, are they not seeing these? You're seeing videos of what would normally be normal people yeah. just snapping. And, and people, there, there is fallout. There is blowback when you have people locked down. And finally, I want to touch on, and, and it goes back to full circle. There's this Providence City Council person, Kat Kerwin, and she's, I'm young and I'm 22. And she got elected <laughs> to the Providence City Council and her father was involved. Uh, with politics, uh, Peter Kerwin. But anyhow, she was the one that last fall first drew attention. She was encouraging vandalism to the Columbus Day statue. She was the one that attacked those kids at Providence College when their parents tried to do a little parade for them on Eaton Street, uh, saying that they were racist because that you know area uh, of which she lives over there uh, had a big outbreak. She was silent uh, when Providence College, the cemetery there was defaced. Yep. Uh, the graves were defaced. She was at the Providence baseball, the night of the riot. And then recently she was at a bar in downtown Providence that I've been on the outside of called Fortnite. They have signs, kill, kill the cop in your mind, all these anti-police slogans and clearly was interfering with police. there, saying, I'm going to call the chief and using fall language. I, I, I hope people see this is the problem when you put some of these. She is an ultra progressive in office. We are clearly immature and, and really not worthy of being a representative on a Providence City Council. Right. And, and the fact that I hope the public understands where we're going with some of this. The fact that this is a sitting Providence City Council yes. counselor 
it should be very disturbing. You're right. She, she is young and she may be young, but you know what? She knows what she's doing. Um, I think the fact that by the way, that she is frequenting that bar fortnight and the fact that they are a known gathering spot with the, the BLM movement and the, the fact that they have signs in the window of a public establishment. I mean, it is a misdemeanor or more to threaten a police officer. Yes. Um, and to imply murder of a police officer, by the way, I, I don't know how they're sort of getting away with that. Um, I think it would be nice to see other city council people step forward and say, hey, you have no right to put a sign like that in your window, by the way. Yeah. Um, and that that's just she is, um, you know, she's a disgrace. And this is someone, you know, trying to give representation. And I think people need to really pay attention because that kind of representation can only grow um, if there's not, you know, some accountability to, to who that what they're doing with the election. And they have to pay attention to someone like that. She's not furthering the the interests of anyone who's a tax paying resident of the city. There's some people we put on uh, the news, we see, um, you know, what's going on in, in uh, Portland and say, my God, what is wrong with those people? And then there are some people that put it on and say, oh, I wish I was there. Look how great they <laughs> are. Look right. at the way they're destroying the place. Donna Perry, how can people read your great work that I enjoy reading at uh, The Sun Chronicle? Thank you very much. It's thesunchronicle.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Donna Perry, M-A-1. And follow uh, me folks, there. That is Donna Perry. DJ, great job. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again. Great to be with you. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's my health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health, at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call today. Free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call. Free consultation, 401-353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance, business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also this time of year, 
make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis or an RV, an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401 353-9300. Look for them on Facebook and their website is aemazika.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now, Providence and North of Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that, on the dashboard, at the website, you'll see where it says Radio Show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on Radio Show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. Johnson Propane. Folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's. They're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time, if you bring it somewhere, they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks. Not with Johnson Propane. Phil will refill that Blue Rhino tank for just $15. They're open seven days a week. Right next door to Wendy's. Credit cards accepted. Nine to seven each day. Stop it and see Phil. And he never runs out. He's always backed up. Since 1971, you can depend. Johnson Propane. Bring in your propane tanks. Call him 621-8129. Better yet, stop it and see him. 904 Manton Avenue of Providence. Right in front of the stop and shop. The guy is a legend. And right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006. And also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. 